0: Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be, but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley.
1: Hello, it's Friday and I'm here, so it must be Good Friday. Welcome back to the show. This is James Dentley, where we don't think outside the box because in our world, well, in our world there is no box. Well, we're working with a little technical difficulties, just trying to get our video up so we can go Facebook live and stream as well. But I have the pleasure of introducing a dear friend of mine, a gentleman I have a tremendous amount of respect for. And uh, this gentleman is a serial entrepreneur. He's a a uh, uh, famously acclaimed author. He is a movie producer, the executive producer of Think and Grow Rich, the movie. He is the founder and the orchestrator of, the, of uh, Think and Grow Rich World Tour nationally and internationally and, and just a great guy, a family man as well. He's been written up in every publication from Forbes magazine you name it. But you know what the bottom line is, just a great guy. He He serves humanity and his life is really about giving back, having fun, enjoying life and making a difference. So I'd like to introduce to the show, Mr. John Shin. Sir John Shin, welcome to the show. James, how are you? I am blessed and highly favored, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Doing really good. Outstanding, outstanding. Well, man, I'm glad to have you on the show. I think we did this show once before, about a year ago. And we actually filmed it from your living room. You remember that? I I totally remember that. Outstanding, man. Well, I'll tell you. I'm glad to have you back. It's been too long. And uh I know a lot of people have heard of you because I've been talking about you on Facebook Live through all of our groups uh, for the last uh last week. And uh people are pretty excited to hearing from you and I got LaVale's gonna come here and try to work on to get me to get me together so they can see your face, but they can all hear you. Uh, but I want to well, welcome you, my friend. Uh, go ahead. What are you gonna say?
2: I can actually see you, I can see myself on the screen right now. I don't know if you got to click up on the type right hand corner. The different screen types
1: mm-hmm.
2: no that's
1: not it there's something else that it, it kind of locked me out uh at the last second but that's okay we'll get it together we've been here before <laughs> okay we've been right. here before so we'll get this together so is that oh should we're up okay we're good to go perfect well I'll tell you what i'm gonna do this all right now i know i'm good well john look first of all man i welcome you uh, a lot of great a lot of things have been going on and the last time we spoke we were talking about um uh this uh this COVID 19 and what's taking place you asked me my opinion and i asked you yours okay. and uh, i want to have a lot of things i want to talk to you about so we got a full hour just live with john feel free to take it where you want to go with it but i definitely want everybody to know what you're doing and uh, what you're working on right now, because you're out there impacting entrepreneurs, helping them make their dreams a reality. So, sure. can you, if you don't mind, can we start off by sharing a little bit about your story?
2: Well, yeah. I mean, um, so, you know, my background is is law. So, in the early 90s, um, I went to law school, and then I ended up um, in the legal profession for a few years. And then that's when I met my wife, Arlene, in 1994. Okay. And uh, when you know, you know, right? So. You know, most people will date and court for three, four, five, ten, twenty 10, 20 years and never get married. But uh, as <laughs> soon as I, I met her, I knew she was the one. Like, I just, everything in my soul, my gut, my instincts, my sixth sense, I mean, you name it, said she's the one. And of course, you know, I took her to my parents' house, and my parents said, um, John, you better not let this one go, you know? And so, you know, the mother, my mother even had that instinct. Mothers have instincts that we, we don't have, right? Yeah. And so when I knew, I knew. And so I proposed uh, three months later, like literally 90 days later. uh, And then I proposed and I basically got down on my knees and I closed her. You know, I said, would you like to marry me on August 13th or August 20th? What day works for you? And uh, (laughs) He said, well, I'm kind of busy on the 20th. And so the 13th it is. So we got married and and uh, she was also in the legal profession. And she said, you know, I just feel like. We should probably start a business like everything tells me that we should start our own business. And I said, what kind of business do you want to do? And she says, I don't know. But she just she she dived into an industry that neither one of us had any experience in, which is the financial industry. And so we started in the financial industry and I was a little reluctant for about a year. Not not so much about going in business, but more reluctant on what I was going to tell my parents. Right. Because they were so proud to have their son as the lawyer, and then all of a sudden I'm saying we're going to start a business. But you know, when I saw the evidence of what my wife made in one year, I ended up quitting my job and joining her. And so since that time, that's what we did, and we've just been a serial entrepreneur since that time. And then you know, like many people ask you, what do you attribute your success to, or what was the secret? And for us, I think it was a, the secret was really um, reading a book. In fact, I'll bring up my PowerPoint right here. And, um, oh, I don't know if you could, you know, I was trying to grow out my beard. Can you see that, James? Uh, I can like, see it. Yeah, but I shaved it down just a tad bit, you know. You but, um, Fu Manchu look. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Fu Manchu. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, I wanted to just, uh, here's my mask right here. I'm wearing my mask. It's the virus mask right there. The antivirus. <laughs> um, but no, I read this book called Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which you and I know is an absolute timeless masterpiece. And uh, yeah, then I went on my tour like you alluded to. And then, of course, you know, we read, um, um, we made a movie out of it right here called Thinking Grow Rich, the movie. And then this went crazy viral and it still is right now. Now we have it in multiple languages around the world. And then, uh, now we are doing some movie nights every Friday, like every Friday night we were doing a movie night and a lot of, you know, because this book, which was written originally written in 1937 during the great depression. And some are even saying that this, uh, pandemic could be the second great depression of our country. Only time will tell right now. I think it's a little bit too soon to determine if we are in a depression or not, or if it will become a depression, but. We thought, well, what are the secrets? And so some people don't like to read books. And so we made it available uh, Friday nights. We just did a movie night. But a lot of people said they couldn't, you know, weren't available Friday and they want to watch it somewhere else. So we did our little movie thing. Five bucks, James. You can go there, get your whole family and children, watch the movie. And then, of course, I wrote the Asian version, the modern day version of this book. And as you alluded to earlier now, hey, by the way, I got some great people in this thing. And the secrets of all these wonderful people, they're all in this book. And then uh, it's now on audio. And then we went on the tour. And this is how you and I met. And so since we went on this tour, it was doing great last year. And then uh, very, very uh, demanding, very taxing physically, mentally, emotionally. And then the pandemic uh, unfolded. So when that unfolded, it was like, now what do we do? We, don't have, we can't go on these world tours. Everything is canceled. And, and we have canceled all tours until next year. So for this year, we're pretty much done and we're not doing any more, uh, tours. But so, um, you know, last year in September, James, I was telling you that Arlene and I got knighted by the Royal Order of Constantine the Great and mm-hmm. St. Helen, which is the oldest living, uh, chivalry order still in existence today, part of the Royal Family of Spain. And, um, and that was that, you know, and I think right now, as I'm talking to a lot of people, um, you know, one of the things that we see is, you know, what, what do most people need right now? That's like the question everybody's asking, like during this crisis pandemic, what do they need? And what I think they need right now is basically money and toilet paper. Right. That seems to be the case. Right. So <laughs> so I don't know if you can see my screen, but, you know, some people said, John, you, you're hoarding all the toilet paper behind <laughs> you. And this is not real. This is actually just a I green see. screen. Yeah, it's not real toilet paper behind me. <laughs> um, people said, throw me a roll, John, but, uh, yeah, no, but I think most people need money. So one of the things that I've been you know, telling people about is it's really interesting that the government right now is offering $1,200 to people during a time of crisis. Now, if you're married, you're getting $2,400. I and mean, you got to be in a certain amount of income and they, you know, they began paying out this money with the lowest income people and they're gradually making, um, um, you know, so if your income is like at eighty thousand, I think the checks are now going out this week for people in the eighty thousand uh, dollars mm-hmm. cash flow range, right? So it started with the lowest income, and, not, and it'll get up to you know um, the max. But it's interesting how many people are so excited about twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. So it, it, you know, the question I have is, where did the money really come from? What 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 is this going to do to our our society and our country in terms of the money just being handed out? Uh, who's going to have to pay for this eventually? Okay, because it's got to got to come from somewhere, right? And will or will the government have to print this money? I mean, it, it, which happens here is as we all know that when we start to print more money, that devalues the currency. And what does that all mean? And so, I mean, I get it. I mean, people are suffering right now, but I mean, people are very excited about their twelve hundred dollar check. And if you've been furloughed and you don't have any savings and you're being laid off and you don't, you may not even if you. You know, they're saying that business is starting to reopen, but some people may not even be able to go back, right? Because that business or industry or job may not even be available, right? right. So uh, so, so, what happens to the value of our currency is where I left it off here. So what will $1,200 do for you? And I, and I've so many people are excited about it, as I said. And my question is, it's a lot because they're so excited about it, you know? Um, so what I see that there are certain people that are asset rich, but they're still cash poor. And then there's some people who are cash poor and they're uh, asset poor, right? They don't have anything. So I can see how they get excited. And if you're in this situation, here's what I tell people. Can you imagine what, you know, what a side hustle business can bring to you in terms of value? You know, one of the things I love is this, and I've been sharing this, this, this slide is that I've been telling people, if you don't come out of this quarantine With a new skill, with some new knowledge and a new side hustle or business, then you didn't lack time, right? Because that's what I hear a lot of people say, John, right now, I just don't have time, right? Uh, I don't have time to get new knowledge. I don't have time to learn something new. I don't have time to start a business. So now it's not that you didn't lack time. It's like you lack discipline, which is what I think most people are suffering is a lack of discipline in their life. Mm-hmm. And parents don't know how to discipline their children. They're, they're terrified on how to discipline their kids today is, is a timeout really work, you know, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, t- you know, sending them to, to their room really work or maybe your old school Asian families where you get a whipping with a bamboo stick, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, every, every Asian mom would tiger mom would say, I dare you to call the police and see what happens. Right. So uh, uh, yeah, but, we don't have a discipline we don't have a self discipline there's a lack of discipline and so i tell people and we're not talking about discipline so much but you know i tell people that if you didn't come from a rich family then uh then why don't you uh have a rich family come from you right like hmm. why don't you start a side hustle now and do something right do something right. with your life and so Well, you know, I came up with this acronym for what wealth means, because it all begins right up here in these six inches. Right, James? What does what does wealth stand for? And so if you want wealth, first thing you're going to have to do is write it, write it down, like write down what you want. You know, during this time of crisis, sit down and figure it out. Exactly. What is it that you want? You know, envision your future. Right. Affirm your desire. Um, Listen to your inner voice. And then take action and transform and finally hold the vision, right? Right. So, you know, I've been preaching this pretty frequently over the last uh, three months, you know, and just telling everybody that anybody can become wealthy. And, um, you know, one of the things I've been talking about pretty frequently is this thing called the PPP and the EIDL. And everybody's asking, what's the difference? And, you know, you go online and you don't get it and you got you know, the SBA haven't really, you know, portrayed this in knowing the differences. You go to a bank, they don't return your phone call. Then they say that there's no more money. And then now they're doing a second wave of this stuff. So I wanted to just take a moment and educate people that everyone, everyone, in my opinion, should apply for these programs uh, for a number of different reasons, right? I mean, number one is the fact that part of this money up to $10,000 can be just forgiven money. Like it's a forgiven loan. So it becomes a grant. And so just to, just to kind of point out the side by side comparison, so everybody can see it is, uh, the PPP, um, will give up to two and a half months of payroll with up to a a $10 million in max loan. Whereas the EID will give you up to $2 million based on actual economic injury. Now, You know, the SBA has had uh, disaster loans for businesses due to hurricanes, tornadoes, any kind of like natural disaster. But this is the first time ever in the history of the SBA or the government where they issued money for an economic injury. So we're certainly seeing things that we've never seen before. And um, the loan terms, I mean, pretty amazing. I mean, up to 10 years by statute where, um, you know, you can start uh, paying in the EIDL is 30 years. I mean, can you imagine getting a loan and amortizing it over 30 years? It's not too bad. And the interest rates are very reasonable, right? I mean, um, and it's available for just about anybody. Like if you, whoops, excuse me. If you go back here, uh, the PPP is for self-employed individuals, right? Independent contractors. Like if you were an independent contractor, you could have gotten this PPP program mm-hmm. as long as your business started before February 15th. Right. Um, If you're on the other side, if you're just a sole proprietorship or an S Corp or a C Corp or an LLC, you can apply for both of these. It's not like you can't do it's one or the other. You can actually do both. Um, So in terms of the application process, it's pretty simple. The uh, Paycheck Protection Program is issued directly by approved banks. This would be your Wells, your Chase, and there's a list of them. And then the EIDL, you go directly to the SBA and they actually help you out with this program as well. So it's still available. A lot of people have been saying they've heard some myths and rumors that these are not available anymore. And that's not true. That's, it is available and you should all apply like right now. There's no fee. There's no application fee. Um, the loan rates are super uh, low. There's no, lo- low collateral, no collateral required. The rates are as low as 3.75%. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, no. fixed. And then if you're a nonprofit, it's two point seven five. Um, no. no personal guarantees, right? And, no. um, and and the other cool thing is, um, in terms of this is your interest right here, is uh, a lot of times these loans don't even have to begin paying. You don't have to pay the loan back even for one year. So that you don't even so you get the money. You don't have to start paying it back right away. You can pay. You can defer it for up to a year. And then um, forgiveness. Now here's where a lot of people are saying, well, where do I get my forgiveness? And, uh, this EIDL right here will emergency grants up to $10,000 to provide. So this is where that $10,000 EIDL loan is. And I've had several people call me and say, John, I got my $10,000 and I've already applied. And then you now what, for you to have that forgiven. There's another form you have to fill out, but I mean, you don't have to even pay it back. It's free money from the government because your business has been shut down for two, three months.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so,
2: um, again, here that this is the page where, um, you know, that, uh, you just have to fill out the form and then you verify, they verify it and send it back to you that- yeah. with the approval. So anyway, um, th- this is your deferred payments right here. You don't have to pay up to a year, um, uses pretty much for anything, you know, uh, mortgage interest, rent, lease, cell phones, payroll, anything like that, uh, working capital, um, stuff like this. I mean. You know, and then another important thing to recognize here, several people have actually received their money and they immediately called and said, John, what should I do with this money that I have? And I said, well, don't go and spend it on stupid, silly things. That's not going to generate income for you. Right. Go and invest it back into your business, you know, and and make money with that money, you know. So they have. um, You know, I'm not going to go, but you'll see the availability so these are the timelines. So these uh, paycheck protection programs are available all the way until June 30th. Hey, well, hold on,
1: John, give me one second. One second. We got to take a quick commercial break and okay. we're going to come right back and pick it right back. I was just looked at my clock. We had to pay, pay some bills. So we're going to take a quick break. Be right back with John Shin.
2: All right.
3: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com As we age, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Voices for Elder Care Advocacy with hosts Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a more fulfilling life, and we'll bring you the answers that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. with us at be the com and the voice america empowerment channel.
2: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America You're
0: tuned in to the James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at the James dot show.com. Again, that's JD at the James dot show.com. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back. I'm here with the amazing Sir John Shin. He's a great friend. He's a
1: phenomenal entrepreneur. And we're talking about uh, the money that the government has available right now that for you and I out there, you know, I already did the payroll and, and I'll tell you, you know, that's something that uh, many people, everyone should apply for it. You know, a lot of people may be hesitant. You talk yourself out of it. But, you know, nothing beats a failure but a try. So apply for it because this money is being put out there. And uh, many of these loans are forgiven, which means you won't even have to pay them back. But if you do, the interest rate's low. You don't have to pay it right away. And it really helps people get on, get on their feet. So I'm going to turn it back over to John as the expert. And we'll talk a little bit more about uh, this financial uh, situation we're in right now during the COVID-19 and how you can really um, put a foundation underneath yourself financially as we're going through these times. Okay, John, you, where, where were you?
2: Um, I was going to show my PowerPoint um, but I can't um, show it. It says okay, that cause I got to get you back. All right, yeah. let
1: me get you back. I will get you back, get you back. All right, you got it again. Okay,
2: there we go. There we go. So um, again, uh, you know, so a lot of people were saying that these programs were not available anymore, but that's not true. You can actually apply for these all the way through June and the other one all the way to the end of the year. So I would tell everyone to do both, right? Like a lot of people did the paycheck protection. They go, oh, I didn't know I can do EIDL or someone Mm -hmm. who did EIDL, they can't do PPP. But you can actually do both. So, um, So, you know, one of the things, you know, that I'm so passionate about like you right now, James, is the fact that, you know, we got to, we got to provide hope for people. And, you know, to me, hope is an acronym that stands for helping one person every day. Right. So as we provide help, even one person, right. It can mean all the difference. And so some people say, well, I can't change the world, but Hey, you can help one person right every day. And that's contributing. So that's what we all got to do. We got to come together as a nation and, um, and not expect government to be the uh, end all and, the, and the provide the solution for everybody. I mean, they, they have limited resources too, but it's the people and our resilience and our grit to, uh, to, to help each other during this time. You know, it's interesting. When we think about lotto winners and why they go broke. And it's simply because they're not conditioned for wealth, right? They don't have the money mindset. So I want to talk about this is that if you have a rich person with a broke mindset, that equals broke, right? But if you have a broke person with a broke mindset, they stay broke, right? But the person who's a rich person with a rich mindset will be rich. But, you know, if you sit here and you look at a broke person, right, you look at a broke person and uh, a rich mindset, they become rich, right? So it's okay if you're broke right now, we just got to change the way you think you about go. money, you know, the money mindset, and then you become rich, right? Yeah. So, um, so you know, I see, like, I call this the 10 time wasters right now during this pandemic. And that is number one is waiting for inspiration. You know, I, I'm trying to get everybody, don't don't wait for inspiration, right? Yeah, be the inspiration, right? You, you go and tell your story. In fact, I know that th- those of you that are listening right now to this show, to James and I, listen, folks, every single one of you has a story that would be a blockbuster, Oscar-winning, tear-jerking uh, movie, like your story and your where your fa- your family and your parents have come from. Like, let's make your life, your story, right, be the inspiration today and don't wait for it, Okay. Um. stop worrying about what people will say. Right. I mean, I, I you know, people are always going to talk about it. I mean, look, even like right now, if we look at what's going on uh, with, you know, with president Trump, whether it's president Trump, president, uh, former president, Barack Obama, Obama, uh, president Clinton, Bush, Reagan, right. Eisenhower, right. It doesn't matter. Right. Every president since the existence of our country you had some groups talking about the president this way and another group talking about the president this way. You know what's interesting about all the presidents of the United States is that no matter how many people in the United States or around the world talk trash about them, they still get up every single day and they go to work and do the dirty, dirty. Okay? So that, that's what I want you to do is I want you to wake up every day and go do the things that no one else wants to do, right? Despite the fact people are going to talk trash about you. Hey, listen. I know people are talking about me, you know, behind my back, uh, about my toilet paper, maybe my goatee. I, I don't know the way I dress, but listen, I try to pay my bills with people's thoughts and it didn't really work out very well for me. Okay. So listen, I want you guys to stop worrying about what people say and I want you to go and do the dirty, dirty. Okay. Number three, stop complaining. All right. Stop uh, trying to please everybody. Okay. Um, stop comparing yourself. I mean, this is, I see people do this all the time. Your circumstances and your situation is different from everybody else's, okay? And uh, I hear people, look, oh, my God, you know, uh, I'm not feeling well. Can I just be honest with you? Do you know how many people I know who are successful that aren't feeling well, but they still go and do it? Does that make sense? They go do the dirty, dirty, right? Like, hey, let me just tell you something. I, I, I I have house cleaners that come to my house, you know, two, three times a week pre-pandemic, okay? Uh, they clean my showers, they do my toilets and all that. Why? Because because um, I can make more money than what I have to pay them. Does that make sense? It's just kind of smart business. But I don't want them coming to my house during a, a pandemic and a stay in home order. I don't know where they've been. I don't want them coming to my house. But hey, somebody's got to clean the toilet. Someone's got to clean my shower and my sink, right? Someone's got to go and mop my floor. So suddenly now my wife and I, Though we make millions of dollars, we can either complain about it or we got to go do the dirty, dirty, like literally do the dirty, dirty, right? So we got to do the cleaning. It don't matter. Are you with me? So some people, man, their egos are too big. Their pride. Oh, I got to do this. Yeah, you got to go do it. Does that make sense, right? Hey, both James and I, when we were at our lowest point, no one's going to pay our bills for us. We went and did the dirty, dirty. You know what that means? We had to go pick up the phone. We had to call people, we had to meet people, we had to deal with presentations, we had to hear the rejections, we had to hear all these doubting Thomas's and saying, does this, are you sure this works? No, nope, it's just, uh, I just got paid another $150,000 last week or last month, it don't work. Of course it works, right? So mm-hmm. stop complaining, okay? Stop trying to please everybody, okay? And number five is stop comparing yourself to everybody, all right? So here's the thing, I'm not gonna stop. That's only five. Number six, repeating the same mistakes. Hey, listen, you all been, you're all creatures of habit. You've been making the same mistakes for the last 30, 40, 50 years. It hasn't worked, it hasn't served you in any way. So you're gonna have to do something different. And what better time than right now to do something different? Okay. Number seven, stop being a perfectionist. Okay? No one's perfect. There's only one person who's perfect. And I'm not even near that guy. Maybe I'm like 1% of that one person who is perfect, right? But I'm trying to be the best of me, right? What's the best version of me? And that's why I still continue to do what I do. Now, uh, I I know James isn't stopping. James is still going, how can I be the best version of James Dentlin? He wakes up every single day saying, I'm going to be a better husband today. I'm going to be a better mentor, a better coach, a better father, right? He doesn't say, I'm good. I'm done. That's it. I'm not going to get any better. So stop being bitter and get better folks, right? Stop trying to be a perfectionist. Number eight, uh, your lack of priorities, right? A lot of you say you don't have time, but I want you to know that it's not really so much just the time and it's also you prioritizing what's important to you. Number nine, nine is the fear of failure, right? Don't be afraid of nothing, right? The heavenly father's on your side. He's got your back, man. You got nothing to fear. Number 10, not living your life, folks. Just because we're all staying at home doesn't mean you don't live your life, right? You still got to go and do it. You got to go give your best every single day. So let me just tell you, winners always figure out how to win and survive, but losers always find ways to blame everybody else, okay? So don't be in the blame game, right? I want you to figure it out. Just figure it out, okay? That's what God gave you is this thing up here called the brain to go figure it out. So what could you be doing right now? right? Number one is uh, you could be having a virtual lunch, right? Why? I mean, it, it, most of you go to lunch with people. You don't even talk to them anyway, right? I mean, you're on your phone most of the time. So why don't you just have a virtual lunch with somebody, right? Go make a home-cooked meal and, and then just call somebody on Zoom or FaceTime and do a virtual lunch. While you're asking that, ask them, say, hey, what are you doing lately to make some extra income? Okay. Stay active. Um, get creative with all the things that you could be doing at home, Right. Uh, number three, you can be watching a movie. I, I recommend Thinking Grow Rich, the legacy movie, right? You can go to Netflix and Hulu. Don't don't watch like pandemic or the flu or the virus, the apocalypse of the world, right? That, those kind of things are not the kind of things you should be watching when you're living in it right now, right? Uh, next one, complete some puzzles, right? Just for fun. I mean, I'm not a real big puzzle guy. So I'm not going to really do puzzles, but my children love puzzles. My wife loves puzzles, right? And so we've got about 20 different puzzles. They put together 2,000-piece puzzles. Uh, We've done about 20 of those since the crisis, right? Have a family game night. Go get the Rich Dad, Poor Dad game board and have a a family night, right? Our mutual friend, Sharon Lecter, right, the CEO and uh, co-founder of Rich Dad, Poor Dad who's now written all sorts of other books, like outwitting the devil. Right. So, uh, just so you know, go get up, go get that, go play Monopoly, go play a game of life. Right. What, remember those games, right. Where you give birth, like, you know, then you got to pay for college tuition and you just have like some fun, paint your house, do some stuff around your house, right. The room that you've been wanting to paint all these years. Now's the time start journaling everything, right. I, Every night, I before I go to bed, every single night, I've now got a journal for the last 90 days, right? I'm like, now day 60, right? This is what day 61. This is what I ate today. Here's who I contacted. This is what I did. So I keep a record of this so that 150 years from today, when there's another pandemic, my grand-grand-grandchildren will know, hey, our great-great-great-great-grandfather, look at the notes he took, Right? So I'm going to document this. These are unprecedented times, right? This is like when, 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 when John, right? And all, all, all the apostles of the Bible, uh, documented their experience, right? Um, during that time. Okay. So you journal, meditate, do some yoga. And this is huge, right? Take a deep breath, FaceTime, check in on your family and friends. Okay. Uh, what else can you do? Make some YouTube videos. Some of you have been talking about becoming a YouTuber forever. Well, why not just do it? right? I mean, this is the best time. Um, you can just use Zoom and do this now. You, you can just do one of these little devices and do your own little YouTubing, right? I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, declutter your house. It is spring cleaning, right? Get rid of all that stuff and give it to a, a nonprofit organization. Bake and cook using some new recipes, right? You could be doing things like that. We've cooked just about every ethnic food in the last 90 days. Like, I mean, we've been cooking three different meals every day, Arlene is now, she doesn't need to go to culinary school. I mean, our kitchen is the culinary uh, 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 edu- uh, university right now. Uh, you can listen to different books or audios, right? I'm, just, I'm doing my own commercial, you guys, right? I mean, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you don't have to read my book. I mean, I'm just putting it out there, right? But just because right. you're what? not Asian, but just so you know, if you're Caucasian, the word Asian is in the word yeah. Caucasian, right? Um, what else? Look at all these different people. Create a new business plan, right? Um, you know, what are you doing? Are you building a team, a sales force, your distribution, ideas, vision, products, market share? What are you doing? Your marketing strategies. Talk about all that. Um, create a dream board. You're like, what? What's a dream board? Well, then more reason for you to d- develop a dream board, right? Because how are you going to get something you don't even know what you want, right? So be- I, people's like, I want you to hit that target. But if you don't even know where the target is or what the target is, how are you going to hit something that you don't even know? Like I ask people, they go, John, I want to buy a big house. And I go, okay, what's your definition of a big house? You know, with like four bedrooms. Well, let me ask you, you can go buy a house at 1,200 square feet and get four bedrooms, or you can go buy a house at 15,000 square feet and have four bedrooms. Right? So there's a big difference. Which one do you want, right? So I want you to be very specific with your dream board and know exactly what your outcome is. You know, I ask people all the time, How, John, I want to make a lot of money. Okay, what's a lot of money? I don't know. It's a lot. I'm like, okay, well, how about 25,000 a year? Well, that's not a lot. Okay. So that's why I want you to be more specific because the guy who's broke right now, $25,000 is a lot of money, right? So how much money do you want? And I want you to be specific about it. And you know, what's amazing is Napoleon Hill says this famous quote is that whatever the mind can conceive. So if you can conceive making a million dollars a year, then guess what? It, it says whatever the mind can conceive and believe. Now you can conceive it into your mind, but you gotta believe it. You gotta have a hundred and fifty percent conviction. You know, in the criminal law world, they say the word convict means to beyond a reasonable doubt. You can't send somebody to jail or prison unless you know beyond a reasonable doubt. I want you to know beyond a reasonable doubt that you're gonna go make a hundred thousand dollars a year or a hundred thousand dollars a month or a hundred thousand dollars a day right? So I want you to have that kind of conviction and belief beyond a reasonable doubt, okay? And then with your mind can conceive and believe, it will achieve, okay? So now um, as I continue here, I want you to start learning how to use social media, right? I want you to go and get on um, um, Facebook and Instagram and get a business account and go follow some great leaders. Go follow James Dantling. I mean, why, why are you? have you not even started following? And you know, Dr. James Dentley is doing these shows for you guys, bringing in some amazing guests. And, it, and, and by the way, you may think it's easy, but it ain't that easy. It's very time consuming, right? He's got to have people around him. I mean, he's got to pay for these services, right? It's his time. He could be making money, he could be doing a sale, and instead, he's uh, offering you these, uh, these amazing shows. How many people have you told to get on this radio show? Have you went and said, hey, I just listened to the James Dentley show? And he had a special guest named John Shan. He was one of the best speakers so far. Boom, post that on your social media. (laughs) I'm kidding, guys. I'm just, uh, I'm teasing. But I mean, you should should promote that, right? Because what if that one extra person tuned into this radio show and listened to it, right? What if that little tuned in and they heard about the PPP or the EIDL or something that I said where I got in their grill and made them kind of uncomfortable today, put a little fire on their rear end. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. This is why we use social media. Okay, I, I don't need followers. I don't need to buy followers. What do I need a bunch of uh, fake robotic bots following mm-hmm. me? I don't need that. What I need yeah. is some real people that I can influence. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I just want you guys to know that even for me, and, you know, again, I'm not doing this to this is not like a Tuesday talks, I do something called Tuesday talks just to have a discussion. Right. Um, I bring in uh, uh, different speakers or sometimes it's just me so that I can kind of get into it with you guys. So every Tuesday nights at 630 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh, John, how much does it cost? Well, what if I said it costs 100 bucks? Would you pay for it and jump on? Well, you'd say no. What if it was 10 bucks? Would you pay for it and jump on? Because you have to ask yourself, is that $10 worth the value that I'm going to give you in an hour? And I can tell you it's even better than that. It's absolutely free. You just got to tune in and listen. Right. Learn right isn't it interesting if you look at the word learn it's got the word earn right the more you learn the more you earn okay and so uh and then i've got it on saturdays from uh from 11 to 12 o'clock for one hour
1: okay we're gonna type that in we gotta take one more commercial break and we're gonna come back but we're gonna keep talking on facebook so let's take a commercial break and we'll keep talking on facebook for a moment all right let's give a second
3: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thoughts, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time.
2: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
0: You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at the James Again, that's JD at the James Show.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. We're here with the amazing Sir John Shannon. John was sharing
1: with us, even on the break, uh, just to act right now and then keep doing it and perform a habit. Don't wait. If you wait until you're ready, you're all ready to late. Now, so I want to make a, a little quick shift, just a shift for a second. We got uh, We got about 17 minutes, eight, 16 minutes left. Um, before you can finish the thought, but before we go, I really want you to uh, uh, talk a little bit about on the show, you, you mentioned to me about a young lady who had a business idea yeah. and how you were able to help her make that idea a reality, turn it yes. into a real business, take your passion. So yeah, I want you to get a chance, when you get a chance to share that process and and what you do there, because I definitely want everybody that that follows me and, and listens to our show to plug into what you're doing.
2: Sure. So, um, so one of the so one of the things I try to advise people is to seek counsel. Back, uh, you know, James and I were just talking before the show is that you you seek counsel, right, of things that you're not an expert in. And I one of the uh, tour stops I did, I had a young lady who uh, said to me. Who actually reached out to me, right? And she said, uh, do you think someone like me could start a business? I have no college education in business. I have no business experience whatsoever. I am not a numbers person. I don't like numbers, you know, and it's just not the right, you know, part of her brain. That's just not her forte. And she says, But you know, you said that anybody can become a business owner. I said, Absolutely. She says, What about what about me, John? She says, Do you think I can become a business owner? I said, Absolutely. Like right now, the fact that we're sitting down and you're seeking counsel is where it starts. And she says, okay, great. So she says, what kind of business do you think would be good for me? And I said, uh, okay, well, first of all, if you want to start a business, I want you to know it's not that easy. Okay. Everybody It's not easy, but what's going to drive you to still do what you do is that you got to find your purpose, right? The purpose. Have you heard that before? Right. And so people have said to me, they said, John, how do you find your purpose? And, you know, there's a series of questions that I ask people, you know, define their purpose. And number one is, what what do you love to do? Like, I mean, everyone loves to do something, right? You know, and uh, she says, well, I, I really don't know. And I said, well, what do you love to do every day or every weekend or every month? I mean, there's got to be something. And she's and out of the blues, she says, you know, I like taking baths. <laughs> and I was like, baths, okay. And I said, bath. All right. And so now I'm kind of going, okay. Uh, So I had to ask her another question, which was, well, what do you like about taking, what do you like about the taking the bath process? Like what's so, why do you like that? And she says, well, you know, I like the process of uh, burning my candles and then I got bath bombs and then I like the fact that it makes me feel good in the warm, in the hot water. And I go, whoa, whoa, go back. What, what, what is a bath bomb? And she goes, you don't know what a bath bomb is? And I said, uh, honestly, I I don't. I, I just don't take baths. Uh, so I'm sorry. But I mean, I'm a busy guy. I wish I could sit in a bathtub for an hour or something and soak in it. But I just don't. I mean, I, I jump in my shower and 10 minutes later, I'll, I'm back out. I mean, I, I got go to go work, right? I mean, taking a shower even costs me money, you know, because the time I could be making money in that 10, 15 minutes, I'd rather just go up, boom, boom, am out, ready to, ready to roll. And she says, oh my gosh, she goes, you got to take a bath. And I go, okay, so what do you like? So tell me about these bath bombs. And she says, what it is, she goes, you know what an Alka-Seltzer is, right? I said, yeah. She goes, you know how you like pop it in a water and you watch it fizz? And I go, yeah. She goes, well, a bath bomb is something like that, but it's like a big crystal where you drop it in and you can make it with Epsom salt. You could have different aromas like lavender or whatever you want, you know, and then uh, lately, uh, she says, I, I, I have these different bath bombs and you can have different designs. I said, uh, well, there you go. And we had this discussion for like 20 minutes and she was so passionate about taking baths and this the, the process. She's like, oh my God, you drop it in and, and you watch it fizzle and sizzle. And it's like so soothing. And she was so, pa- I'm like, well, oh, there it is. That is your purpose right now because you just – the way you're telling me about this experience, you need to start a bath bomb business. She's like, what? Really? And I'm like, yeah. Let me help you out. So we found her a company in Las Vegas. They're all U.S. made. uh, uh, We found a company that molds this, this thing, and we made it into a skull. Because right now, the younger generation, for whatever reason, they like skulls, okay? So it looks like a skull. And then what you do is you you you, you get the skull, and then you go in there, you make the mold. And now the cool thing is you can make it with a 100 different aromas. You can also make it with CBD and hemp if you wanted to, right? And you put it into the bath bomb, and she's selling them like, so what do we do? We got all the inventory. We created an e-commerce business, a website. OK, and then we uploaded some pictures of it, a couple of videos of her actually going into the going through the process of setting up a bath. Right. We set it up a credit card merchant processing. Right. Which is a company that I actually own. Hmm. And then <laughs> another commercial. <That> <laughs> it <good> to me, <laughs> guys, not, but I did that. Right. And, uh, and we and then we just did some Instagram, some Facebook ads. And by the way, last year, her company did one point five million dollars in net revenues. Okay. And that all just started, that all just started in like a year, a year type of business. It took us about, I would say total of like 60 days in planning. Okay. And getting everything ready, websites ready. We had all the video cameras ready. Then we got the mold ready. We got the products ready. We got the packaging ready. It took us like 60 days. And that was just me getting all my contacts together and getting them in front of her. And now she's she, she went from making like 35, 40 grand a year to making $1.5 million, okay? So just so you guys all know, no business background, had no money, had no financial experience, she just what? She just did it, does that make sense? Which is what you all gotta do. And this is why I, and for some of you guys that are like, well, I don't know, it doesn't work, or I don't like that, or what. You know, I hear people say things about Amway, or Herbalife, or whatever, and they go, I don't like network marketing. Yeah, because you're not making a million bucks. Because if if that company paid you a million dollars a year, you'd love it, right? But the thing is, all of a sudden, it's like you don't like it, because you suck at it, okay? So let me just tell you that one of the reasons why I love network marketing companies, uh, um, and I don't care what you think about it, because there's a reason why these companies have paid out millions and millions of dollars, because their system works, right? So they've got systems in place, they've got leadership in place, and when you have systems in place then your business is going to work out it's just that you've got to have some faith in the system and faith in the leadership okay and uh, again this is where i tell you don't take advice from the people who've never done it they go it doesn't work and i go okay let me ask you a question right um you know they go it doesn't work and i go well have you tried it no i just i know it just doesn't work (laughs) Uh, okay great yeah all right, I go. Well, John, how do you know? Uh, how do you know the Bible's real? Well, let me ask you a question. Have you read it? They go, no. And I go, then why don't you read it first, and then we'll have a discussion, right? And, and, and so it's crazy that you know the things that people say, you know. And, and so I tell you, don't take any constructive criticism from people who haven't ever constructed anything, okay? Because those are the what the talkers, and that's why they're broke. They're broke, man. I'm telling you, they're broke. And they, they, they act and it's all phony. It's all fake. All these people run, walking around and, and, and acting like they're an influencer. They're, not, they're fake, man. I'll, I'll tell you right now, most of those people, 98% of those people that are influencers are fake, man. I'm, I'm telling you. I, and I'll tell it to them to their face too, right? It just utterly disgusts me when they go out and act like they're actually made some money when they're broke, man. They're so broke they can't even pay attention right now. That's how, that's how broke they are. Right. So this is why, you know, when you find real genuine people like a Dr. James Dentley, you know, and Kara, his wife, his lovely wife, let me hear They're the real deal. Right. And, and, and and I, and I just want you to know, I mean, I've met so many fake people and I, and it just, just disgusts me like so many fake people on Instagram and Facebook. And they're like, you know what they do? They get their phone and they're standing behind like a Ferrari or Rolls Royce. And they're like, Hey, would you would you like to own one of these? Would you like to own one of these bad boys? Yeah, my question is back to them. Would you like to own one of those? Right? They find some car in the street and act like it's theirs. God, how how sad and how pathetic is it that they're that they're this kind of people just to get some followers on Instagram?
1: And let me ask the question: Why why do do we call your garage Skittles?
2: yeah i'm getting all worked up right now right but i but i but i'm passionate about this folks right because i i'm just so excited when there's real people like james and kara you know it's hard to find those people when you do i mean you just build a tremendous relationship with people like that well i want to put you on
1: the spot man have you bought a new sports car lately
2: no no no
1: how many you got now
2: well, I got sixteen cars right now. I don't know if I need any more, you know. But I, but I've just been stocking up on toilet paper. That's all.
1: Well, I know you got about twenty-five pallets of toilet paper somewhere.
2: <laughs> I, I, I do. I know, I know. I sold some back to Costco during the crisis.
1: Oh my God.
2: No, I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, right? <laughs> now. But um, but folks, yeah, I, I I hope whoever, if you're within the sound of my voice, folks, um. Man, I'm so excited you've joined us today on this show. I want to thank James Dentley for putting on the show his time, his money, his, uh, his generosity, folks. Um, thank you, James. You're an amazing man.
1: Well, I do appreciate you, man. And I want to thank you for sharing. You know, we're running down out of time. we got about three minutes. Let, let me ask you what. Do you have any final thoughts if a person wanted to get uh, – I mean, you gave a lot of great nuggets today, a lot. But let me ask you this. Um, Can you talk about really quickly uh, some adversity that you've either had or you've witnessed, and how was that adversity overcome?
2: You know, I think the hard – well, so I think one of the hardest adversities for me was actually, um, you know, mentoring people or, you know, coaching them. And, And all of a sudden, you know, it's like they turn on you, you know, And then they they go to compete with you or they steal your ideas or steal your products or steal whatever, right? And so it's like the ultimate betrayal. But one of the things is that, you know, I'm a very loyal guy. I mean, I, I, you know, I've been married for 26 years and uh, I mean, like, you know, I'm like a a horse with blinders. I I don't even want to look, right? Like, I'm like that, you know, the only time I look is when my wife is looking. Then I try to go, what are you looking at? No, I'm just kidding, right? (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding everybody all right forgive me oh my god yeah but i mean i'm super loyal i mean i'm i uh, uh loyal to my wife loyal to my my business loyal i mean i'm you know i'm i'm just that kind of person i don't like to just you know you know i'm very protective of my friends you know i mean if anybody ever wants to talk trash about my friends don't come to me and tell me about what you think about them right because I'm going to chew you up and rip you up into pieces for talking trash about somebody. Right. So I, you know, one thing I learned is I said, don't expect loyalty from cheap people, right? Because loyalty is expensive, right? Loyalty is expensive. So don't expect it from cheap people. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I learned to just say, it's okay. You know what I mean? And so I just moved on and you know what I found is that when people lack character, Everything comes back, the world, the way it's the universe, the energy, the karma, all that kind of stuff, right? It always comes back and haunts them. So it's not my place to to want to seek revenge or any of that kind of stuff because let me just tell you, the law of what? Nature comes back and haunts them anyway. It, they end up, you know, like um, it all—it always happens. I mean, you know, when you're a person of bad character like this, oh, uh, well, don't get me started. But I mean, you know, um, <laughs> when people do bad things to people, it comes yeah. back. Does that up. make sense? It haunts you, you know. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, this this thing that's going on in Minneapolis, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, this cop—it was going to catch up with him sooner or later. Now he's gonna, we're, the world will crucify that man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we used to say uh, we used to say uh, back in the nineties that your success can take you someplace, your character can never keep you.
2: <laughs> well said.
1: Yeah, definitely for that. Look, we're going to uh, end the show, but I want you to stick around for just a moment because. For the folks that are on social media, I just want to talk about one last thing. And I know you went uh, to a foreign country and you, you fell in love with this kid. You were going to adopt this kid, and they wouldn't let you adopt the kid, so you adopted the entire village. Yeah. And I want yeah. people to know that that part of you as well, because when we met, we met in an environment which was was about giving, and I'll be forever thankful to our to my dear friend and rest in peace, because if it wasn't for him, we would not have met. That's so right. Thankful for that. So we're gonna go ahead and end the show. I think we got about one minute. That might be a long minute if I just stop. So I wanted you to think about any final thoughts and we'll talk about the uh, the your nonprofit, the things you're doing to make a difference around the world, how important that is, and and just the power and the uh, the joy of just giving back. You know, there's there is no lack in the world. There's lack (coughs) of situations, but you know, we know how to go get it and how to seek it and where to find and and just open up our eyes and see what's in front of us, then we can create from from anything. So I want to thank you, John, for coming in. We're going to end the radio show, and we want to keep going on social media for just a minute. And I want to thank Sir John Shin one more time. we we'll talk about that knighthood stuff too, man. You're a knight. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, that's it. That's going to be the end of our show. Right, we're going to see you here again next Friday, the exact same time. For those of you on social media, stick around for just a moment. We're going to talk a little bit further. But that's going to end the James Atley show, and I'm going to turn it back over to Andrew. Andrew, you can take us on home.
0: Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.